0: And we are live with another episode of Comic Talk. It's that show brought to you by The Keeg, where we talk about this week's releases of comics, whether they're DC, Marvel, Indie. We're here to talk about it all. Uh, for those of you who don't know, new DC comics come out every Tuesdays, new Marvel and Indie comics come out on Wednesdays, and we're here on a Thursday, uh, October, no, it's, it's past October, it's November, November 3rd, 2022, to talk about it. I'm your host, Demetra Pereira, and I got two awesome guests. We haven't seen him in a long time, but we got him tonight. I was going to say one night only, but no, hopefully not. But, you know, we got Gil Baron back in the house. Gil, how you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Uh, you know, excited to talk comics. Um, you know, I I still, uh, even though things have gotten busier for me, I still make time to post about comics every now and then. And there's certain yeah. books that have just been crazy excited about lately so is
0: is it one of those things like you just can't give up you can't give up on it no matter what happens in life you're like i just there's certain books you just can't live without yeah, this is what makes me happy
1: is like um is getting to watch uh, read superheroes and mm-hmm. uh and key in on just fun stories that's that's
0: i think just what makes me happy yeah i'm very interested and we won't go over it just yet but i'm very interested in your pick of the week so okay you know let us, i let don't know that I, I have one yet <laughs> okay well you gotta you gotta come up with one i got and a few then, minutes to figure yeah, it out you got a couple minutes we also got maggie aka vegan super kick or super Hello. vegan kick or kick a super vegan whatever you gotta do whatever don't be mean whatever. to the vegans <laughs> no, no i'm i'm fine i'm i'm a-okay with with uh, don't with vegans, vegans. <laughs> uh it's just it's just uh her uh her username vegan super kick is that your wrestling move like your pro wrestling super move
2: you know if i if i was athletic enough to actually be a wrestler sure but you don't you don't want to see me in a wrestling ring but sure all right cool (laughs) in a fantasy world (laughs) how's your day going (laughs) it's going really well i'm glad to be back we just saw each other a week ago
0: yeah so last time it was just it was just like a one-on-one talk and then today we got the three of us so, yeah. we got a whole round table going today um yeah. and i'm very uh very excited. Did you guys have a good Halloween? yeah, yeah, I
1: went to a couple of house parties uh, took a friend out it was uh you know i'm 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 at an age now where it's like, okay, yeah, I'm just gonna go see my friends it's no no big pressure, you know,
0: <laughs> yeah, Halloween's one of my favorite holidays if not like yeah. my number yeah it's it's my number one um but i never feel like i do enough or go to enough parties to actually warrant it like oh i that's my number one holiday you know what i mean like i feel, I feel like people like 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 should have halloween parties all month yeah. long but they don't you know like what i mean that's
2: too much i feel like you can love it and it can be your favorite and you don't have to do that much. like it's one of my favorite holidays too but you know I'm a mom I don't get to party anymore yeah so I get to love it from afar
0: yeah but you dressed up like She-Hulk
2: I did yeah it was a lot of fun it took me like two days to get the green paint off my face.
1: yeah
2: (laughs) Uh, but it was a lot of fun yeah my kid thought it was hilarious so Uh,
1: what what green paint did you use did you like um use like a powder also or was it all like
2: it was um Crap. I won't I can't remember the brand, but it was like recommended to me by a friend who does like cosplay and stuff like that all the time. Was it Ben Nye? No, I don't think so. Okay.
0: That's what I've used. I've used green, I've used green makeup before. So I I get it. Um but uh okay, cool. Uh well I what did I do? Uh oh, I had a Cyclops costume. I'm trying to think about like like superhero related stuff. I did Cyclops costume. I did Rigby from regular show. And then I did a, like, what I call werewolf chic. But it was way too subtle and nobody knew what I was. Uh.
1: You know, I see a lot of people doing multiple costumes uh, online. And, you know, I I always thought you do one costume throughout the weekend. But I guess now that everyone's on Instagram, you have to have a different look on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday.
0: Yeah. I, like, from, like, I would never have known, like, even... I have a younger sister and she's always said like, don't repeat outfits, right? Like, like that's like her thing. Uh, And then I was like, whatever. I used to repeat outfits all the time because I only had like one outfit. Like that was just me, Uh, not Halloween, just in general. Um, And I would just wear like a t-shirt and jeans. and like, that's, that was just what I did uh, back in the day. And then now I'm like, oh yeah. People take pictures, Instagram stories, Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff. People are going to notice yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, that was a nice shirt. You wore it five times though. Right. Yeah.
2: I have a bad habit of like filming like drafts for TikToks and like mm-hmm. the same like sweatshirt or something. And yeah. so I'll have like five or six videos in a row and I'm wearing the same clothes and I'm like, oh my gosh. don't yeah. even think about that, like I got to be better about changing at least my shirt or like changing my hair or something.
0: It's, 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 yeah. When, when you do like a whole bulk of TikTok videos. Yeah. I'm and like, you don't great. like switch them like, up oh yeah.
2: looks like I wore the same outfit every day this week
0: yeah yeah uh which you could have you know I don't know it Is what who cares maybe, maybe, right. you know maybe you did I used to coordinate my t-shirts with my subject matter on oh. TikTok uh but like which worked really great until I just I ran out of like how much like after yeah. a certain point you're like ah and then you either stop caring or stop getting new shirts or like whatever. And so now I'm like eh. yeah. If you go back far enough, you'll be like, "Oh yeah, he's talking to Shazam. He has a Shazam shirt, you know? Uh that sort of thing, but not anymore. I've given up. Committed to the bit for yeah. for too long. Uh that being said, there was a there was there a lot of comics that came out this week or was there not that many? Didn't it like seem a like many. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I didn't have a big list this week. Yeah, I kind of I kind of made this week like my catch up week.
1: I felt like at D.C. there was like just Batman and and new Shazam were like the two books I even read that were D.C. And then Mm. I read uh, the two. uh, There's a new Deadpool and there was like one X-Men book out of like how many X-Men books are there right now, like 14 or something. Yeah. Um, So uh, yeah. there really wasn't that much on the X side, and then now I'm sort of catching up on whatever little uh, Marvel and indie books that I that I missed that I didn't read yesterday. Yeah. Or that I didn't. Yeah, right read yesterday, right?
0: There, there were Marvel books that came out this week that didn't get released at all in October, and I think it's because of Axe Judgment Day. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I feel like that pushed everything. So then, kind of, you know, threw off the, the rhythm a little. Like Avengers Forever number ten came out this week. We haven't seen uh, Avengers number Forever number nine came out back in August. August, yeah. And like, um, I think Predator might have also. Um, Punisher definitely. Punisher came out in August they skipped October. How's Predator? Is Predator good? I'm liking it. Okay. I got no, I got no complaints. Uh, I want to, I want to hear what you guys, uh, read. If you guys want to give me a quick rundown, um, and then we'll go over our picks of the week. Cool. Yeah, Maggie, go ahead.
2: Um, okay. So I'm glad that we all kind of were on the same page of just like catching up on anything this week, but I did get the new She-Hulk, She-Hulk number seven.
0: Yeah, I read that one,
2: too. I had a good time with it. I thought it was really cute. Um, That was another one that, like, issue number six came out probably August or something like that.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It felt
2: like forever. Um, Poison Ivy, number six, I bought this week.
1: That was really good.
2: Yeah, I think I've had a really good time reading that one as well.
1: I didn't Um, know that I was going to like that book when it first started because I don't necessarily like horror. But, you know, G. Willow Wilson just.
2: Knocking or out the, knew
1: what she was yeah. doing. the yeah. artwork
2: is incredible on that one yeah. as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I picked up Punisher number seven, I've not read it yet. I'm actually catching up on the Punisher run Uh-oh. this week, okay? Um, what was it?
0: <laughs> well, because I read it and I was like, I was ready it's to okay. like, I you saw it on your list at- and I was like,
2: No, 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 <laughs> no, we can talk about it, we can talk about it for sure. Uh, um,
0: maybe, maybe not. I like a lot about what's
1: going on with Punisher right now. I like that it's, um, you know, it's uh. It's it's the most original take on Punisher that I've seen since like since Frankenstein Punisher, right? Yeah. Since like supernatural Punisher. They're like, okay, well, what if we actually try something new with Punisher instead of writing the same Punisher story for the, you know, 80th yeah. time? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. It
2: is a very interesting um uh, it's an interesting road for him to be on. Yeah. But I even told my husband today, like Jason Aaron is the king of like setting the record straight. For a character, you know what Ooh. I mean? Like, there's so many times where I'm like, yeah, like when I'm reading this run in particular, I'm like, that's Frank, you know, like, mm-hmm. and you don't really get to see that that much. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Punisher number seven. And then and I missed this last week when we talked about it, but Variance number four. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. that was good. So, yeah. So, those were mine. I read a couple other things. I read, you read Riddler. Riddler run. You yeah, did. I read Riddler. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah thought it was very interesting so okay. but I yeah didn't read that so one, we,
1: like, was was it tied mostly to the movie continuity
2: yes so okay. let me make my dog is barking at someone else, Oh, okay but, um so it was hang on I'll be right back
0: yeah Gil what did you uh what did you read this week
1: um well this week I Like I said, I dropped in to read Batman from DC. Uh, I've been really liking New Champion of Shazam. Yeah. Um, It's one of those things where I was also, you know, since the Shazam reboot, and this is going back now 10 years, like, you know, back to the point at which they stopped calling them Captain Marvel and Mary Marvel, like... It's turned me off, right? Because I don't know why I can't have two super, superheroes called Captain Marvel. If I can have two friends called Steve, I can have two friends. I can have two superheroes called Captain Marvel, right? I'm it might
0: have to do with Marvel being Marvel Comics. It'd be like it's, if Marvel created mm. a character named named Captain DC, <laughs> and it's the, it's for Washington yeah. DC. It's DC Washington Guardian, DC's pro- yeah protector, right? And like. Mm-hmm uh it'd be kind of like that maybe
1: i guess but marvel's such a vague name it's not dc it's not detective comics you know yeah whatever um so uh so i i actually so new champion of shazam um i was pretty happy with it um i haven't been super invested in like the new marvel family and all like the adopted kids and whatever but I like Mary Marvel going to college. Uh, I like that that generation of heroes is starting yeah. to, you know, grow up a little bit. We're seeing some stuff with like Bart Allen. And um, we're seeing, like, where they're going next. So, yeah. like, all that generational stuff is exciting to me. Um, hmm. And I just think it's a well-told story. Uh, Batman, I'm invested in this. Um, I don't know if yeah, you guys 129. Should... 129, where
0: we have this... Um, uh this if you want to just do we'll we'll do the we'll do the sure. quick rundown just of titles then yeah. we'll just just so people <clears throat> at the top of this episode know what we're going to talk about and then we can go into in depth about everything mm-hmm. i didn't mean to cut you out sorry
1: no no not at all well this week we have new champion of shazam yeah uh, number three we have batman number 129 mm-hmm. we have a new deadpool number one which is tied a little bit more closely into the krakoa stuff yeah and we have x-men red number eight um and that's really cool and you know i was catching up on some star trek stuff uh there's a we're in the midst of a real star trek reboot and kind of renaissance in comics yeah I'm super here for it i'm a big star trek nerd so really really excited about it i just finished um uh picard stargazer number three mm-hmm. uh that was the end of that miniseries and uh yeah i think it's going to give us a lot of information
0: going into season three of the show all right Uh, I have not finished Picard season two yet. Um, I'm working on it. I'm working on it, but, um, I don't think, does this take place after
1: the, the book, this book, yeah, the book, this book takes place before.
0: Okay. So it's not a spoiler. It's not like spoilers. No, there's not going to be any
1: spoilers in the book for
0: Picard. Okay. Um, I read, I also read She-Hulk 7. Uh, I read Variants 4 last week. I read Punisher 7 this week. X-Men read eight. Deadpool 1. Mm. New champion of Shazam. Is it three or four? Oh, uh, it might be four. No, I think it's three. It's three? Okay. Oh, four is the final issue. Um, I read Batman 129. I read Avengers Forever number 10. Dark Knights of Steel eight came out this week. Um, that that I mean, I've I've been digging it. There's ups and downs with it, but I've been digging it. Um Old Dog Two. I read Old Dog One because whoever I had on the show when the first issue came out recommend like they were like, just read the first issue, and I I read the first issue. It was okay. I gave the second issue a shot. If it's a mini series, I'll I'll finish it. But if it's ongoing, I probably won't. Um, Secret Invasion One came out uh, okay. this week.
1: Speaking of Ryan North, who is uh, also writing Star Trek comics now too. Oh, nice! We're gonna have the whole conversation. I'm gonna take over a converse, part of this conversation, to, to to talk Star Trek? about how they're doing this Star Trek reboot. Yeah, bringing on really amazing writers from across comics and television. Like they're putting some real muscle behind the Star Trek reboot. And you let me know when I can go off on it.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'll do. I mean, I'm. I have a the <clears throat> talks planned to do to talk Star Trek. If you want to also come on that, always. Yeah, always. Uh, always Tiger Division research. number. Oh, what's that? I said, always here for Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, I know you are. <laughs> Tiger Division number one came out, which I think is also a very interesting Marvel title to have because it's Korea's super team. And I just well, that's think That's interesting. That I, should, uh,
1: I should take a look at that.
0: Yeah. Uh, I was then... like
1: an, an international team. That's always like a thing that will get me. Like I really enjoyed hmm. the great 10
0: when that was 10, at DC. Yeah.
1: I really loved uh, New Superman. I thought that was really fun. So, you know, I'm a sucker for like, hey, this is Mexico's super team or whatever. Right. You
0: know. I get really intrigued. I uh, I'll I'll continue that thought in a second. And then we got Predator number 4 that I that I read. So, um all in all, you know, uh, uh there were some exp- kind of almost experimental titles this uh this week. Um but yeah, uh super teams from around the world always kind of interest me cuz like like, I know in Invincible Iron Man, they showed, like, a Filipino team that gets wrecked completely. Um, but, like, I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. Or, like, yeah. when, when Marvel did the 50-state initiative, there weren't international teams. But, like, the fact is, like, each state had their own super team. And then I was like, oh, that's crazy. Cool. All right. I want to know exactly who's on each team.
1: Because it, it doesn't make sense that... All the superheroes really would, you know, come out of America or come out of New York City or whatever. Like, if such a thing was happening in the real world, right? If these were really accidents, they'd be happening all over the world, right? Yeah. So it makes sense that there's kind of a bell curve or maybe stuff that we don't necessarily know about. About like I remember years ago, Grant Morrison writing a thing where they said that, you know, um, that Martian Manhunter had identities of different superheroes all over the world. And that mm-hmm. if you went to south of the equator, if you went to the southern hemisphere, um, Martian Manhunter would be more famous than Superman. And that was just an idea yeah. that Morrison had. This is back in the '90s, right. but it was just like conceptually, like yeah, Martian Manhunter is this international hero, and but like, under different names or
0: under Martian Manhunter's
1: name. I don't know. I don't know what the oh. what the idea was. I don't know if it ever yeah. came to fruition or anything. But I think that was it's just some like profile maybe he wrote for like a Secret Origins or something.
0: Yeah, Graham Morrison cool. has interesting ideas.
1: Yeah, always always interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, what was I uh something flashed in my head. There was a Kansas super team on the Avengers Initiative, uh, and one of them was like a living sunflower. And I'm like, they're really they're trying to get that state theme going, but all right. You know? Um like
1: you know, if you ever go have like a Spanish superhero and they're named like El Toro or something, and you're like, I mean okay. There right. are, right?
0: Like I'm right. pretty like the,
1: sure the, the Israeli, you know, um uh, super soldiers sabra and stuff like that you know yeah like, okay of course you're gonna <laughs> be named after a thing from your country
0: right versus i don't know like not all the american superheroes are american themed right like they're Just all like distinct um there is something that they mentioned in avengers initiative because it took place right after the the um decimation like all the mutants got their powers taken away except for 198 or whatever but they mentioned that in the arms race across the the world mm-hmm. mutants were the equalizing kind of force because mm-hmm. mutants can pop up anywhere but then mm-hmm. when the mutant decimation happened it threw the arms race out of balance because then the countries that had more nuclear programs or more scientific advancements then had more superheroes oh
2: because
0: scientific accidents are the biggest thing for superpowers Or scientific, like you know, genetic splicing or whatever. But mutants equal equalized the playing field until they got taken away. Mm -hmm. I just thought that was an interesting thing they brought in. Um, But something to think about. Um, Out of the books that you read this week, what were your picks of the week or pick of the week? We'll go number. We'll go first pick. If you guys need time to think about it, um, I'm gonna. I'll pick. I'll pick mine. Uh, yeah. Uh, go for Yeah. It. I'll, uh, yeah. Yeah. You okay. go first. <laughs> I. It's gonna be weird picking this, but I'll explain it. Secret Invasion number one. Um, was my pick of the week. I thought it was really good. I've been on this kind of like, so like I've been watching Andor, Andor, and you know doing the after show, but Andor is my favorite thing in a very long time of all time. Right, like. Andor is really good, and it's hitting, like, scratching that itch, you know? And uh, there's something about, like, a political thriller with a science fiction twist, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And Secret Invasion is also that. And, uh, yeah, this is just the first issue, and it's really interesting. I I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, I don't know what they're gearing up for, and also why they would name this Secret Invasion, and they already have like, the Secret Invasion event, but Marvel kind of does that, where they had Secret War, or Secret Wars, the event, and then they have the Secret War, like, miniseries, where they go to Latveria. Anyway, point being is, this one's really good, and it centers around Maria Hill and um, Nick Fury, who, in the comics, it's Nick Fury Jr., but Nick Fury.
1: Right, but it's Nick Fury.
0: Yeah. And the scrolls. Um,
1: Yeah, I haven't checked it out yet, but it's for sure on my list. As soon as I saw that it was um, uh, Ryan North writing it, I was like, okay.
0: What else has he he written?
1: Well, now he's writing the Lower Decks. uh, Not the Lower Decks. He's writing. Yeah, he's writing Lower Decks tie-in. Lower Decks uh, comic clearly has a great sense of humor about it. Um, My. uh book that i think that i stood out for me this week mm-hmm. so i also read she helped just today but i think oh. the book that really stood out for me was deadpool um yeah I'm not, not usually a huge deadpool person yeah. i'm not all about that like um hyper violence uh very 90s kind of like wacky aesthetic but uh mm-hmm. tying it more into um into krakoa was Cool. I like that he's that he wants to be Krakowin. I yeah. like that uh, it had an interesting uh, concept in terms of like there were symbiotes involved and mm. they're trying to re- uh, resurrect. Uh, you want me to spoil it or no?
0: I have I read it. Maggie, did you read it?
2: I didn't, but like you can, you're but fine to spoil it. Trying yeah.
1: to resurrect Carnage using Deadpool's body because. Um, these symbiotes, uh, the scientist who's trying to recreate carnage, um, she keeps trying to bond the symbiote to different animals, and they keep dying, the symbiote just consumes them, and so they're like, well, uh, Deadpool keeps regenerating, so if we put a symbiote inside of you, you know, the carnage will will be able to bond to that and survive, and you won't, you won't die before he, like, reforms. So yeah. it's, um, it's a lot of that kind of mythos put together, I thought it was really cool. Yeah. And I'm uh, loving Deadpool in X-Force right now. Uh, Deadpool's a great addition to X-Force. Um, yeah, I didn't think that I would want Omega Red on Deadpool, on uh, X-Force, but uh, it's, all, it's all working for me.
0: Yeah. I, I think it's really cool that Deadpool, <laughs> this Deadpool title has an X on it to kind of show that it's part of one of the X titles. Yeah. And because Deadpool isn't always appreciated by the, like, you know, anyone like the closest he's gotten to a team is X Force, right? And right. like, yeah, good for him, you know. Um, is Deadpool technically a mutant right now, or no? No, no, because yeah. he wasn't able to get into the Krakowan gate. There's a funny <clears throat> there's uh, there's like three issues of Wolverine where it's about Wolverine and X and uh, Deadpool teaming up against Wolverine's will, but like, Deadpool wants to be part of Krakoa, and he keeps. Right, He'll, like, keep flying. He'll, like, fly in and parachute in and then get blown up. And, like, there's a bunch of, like, gags of him just, like, not being allowed in Krakoa. Because uh, he can't get through the gate because he's not a mutant. Uh, but at the end of that Wolverine, like, two or three issue arc, Wolverine's like, fine, you can stay. And then he's like, that's,
1: yay! That's interesting because in the last issue of X-Force... Someone cuts off one of Wade's fingers and gets through a gate because they're holding one of Wade's fingers.
0: I think once he got okayed to be in Krakoa, oh, there, like the gate allows him to travel. That makes sense. Okay, yeah, but it is weird. You're right. They cut off his finger recently, and they use that to enter the gate. But I don't. I didn't know that could happen because then, like, mutants out there would just get eviscerated, and like whole armies would walk through the gate. Yeah. Right. Wait,
1: are you trying to tell me the comics are not always consistent? Because this is the first I've ever heard of this. And I'm
0: just, and I'm just saying that that. everything. Being a fan, <laughs> like Moira, Moira skinned uh, Banshee's Banshee. face and right, wore his is. face as a mask to enter Krakoa. And now Banshee has like a firestorm head, like in DC, but it's like a well, I guess a Ghost Rider head. It's like a firestorm, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> and it's like oh. I don't remember how that happened, but okay. Yeah, some there's so many X
1: books that at some point you're just like, I'll just go with whatever this story for this book is. Yeah, and I don't know if like that firehead is happening inside of Legion's like mindscape thing, like if that's really mm. happening with Banshee or if that's just Banshee's sort of spirit form.
0: Yeah, like and <laughs> Banshee could just get resurrected. Like, what's the he will at some
1: point of yeah. course and we're gonna have old banshee back and that'll be fine um i think legion of x is, is really fun i'm
0: i'm enjoying every x book i'm reading i don't like mindscapes in anything <laughs> the astral plane mindscapes are not your thing. mindscapes because it's always like there will always be like professor x versus shadow king battling it on the astral plane and then professor x is like I get armor and a sword and a shield. And then Shadow King's like, well, my armor is the fact that I'm creepy and I'm like a spider. And then it's like Professor X just like fighting a demon monster with a sword, which is a visualization of what's happening mind to mind. But it's I don't know. But it's sort of like
1: fighting with like VR goggles on. Right. (laughs) Like if you saw them in reality, they would just be like have goggles on being like.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> or like that episode of community uh right <laughs> where where the, where the dean gets the virtual reality like like file sorting system right <laughs> yeah. yes it's uh and jesus wept and he keeps saying that um but uh yeah so i'm not a big fan of my oh what what was i saying but i liked oh. that
1: um in that issue of Legion of X was, mm-hmm. the, I guess, the AXE tie-in where he fights Uranos or Uranos oh, yeah. or whatever. Um, and that was really fun because they're like, uh, we're so evenly matched that we're going to fight like all the different kinds of battles that are possible. And so they do everything from like competitive you know decoupage to like you know uh, like dance fighting yeah yeah Yeah. dance fighting and like uh, musicianship and whatever yeah Uh, that was just that was like a really fun twist on that kind of concept because it's exactly what you say like what's the difference between you know shadow king turns into a spider well why don't we just play checkers then like what's the difference we're just gonna be like mind to mind
0: yeah exactly uh maggie you were saying i think last time that you're not caught up with x titles but you want to be is that
2: yeah, pretty much. Or am I
0: am I paraphrasing or making stuff up?
2: <laughs> no, no, you're you're not making anything up. The only X title I'm reading is Exterminators.
0: Okay, that's right. I love Exterminators. Yeah,
2: it's fun. a lot of fun. Yeah, so yeah. There was just there's like you said earlier, Gil, There's so much happening right now that I'm just like, I'll wait. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, think well, that's
1: fair. Now I'll Judgment Day's
0: over. Judgment is over, yeah. so.
1: I think Judgment Day, if you wanted to go back and like read whatever the essential
0: moments of Judgment Day were, I think that's a good one to do.
2: That's what we talked about last week, too. That's
0: what we talked about. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Uh, Really, read the miniseries and a couple of tie-ins and you're good. Yeah. Yeah. I think
1: the uh, essential X books right now to get month to month are probably Immortal X-Men and X-Men Red.
2: Not X-Men proper?
1: Yeah, I like X-Men proper. I really like it, but I think that, like, the important stuff is happening in X-Men Red, Al Ewing. I think that, um, yeah, Immortal X-Men, like, that's where the, kind of the important stuff is happening.
0: Yeah. Maggie, what were you saying? You read X-Men Red?
2: No, but I've heard that it's fantastic so far. Oh, okay. yeah, like, yeah. by the time I heard about it, I was like, oh, a little too far out. But, yeah, I definitely intend on reading that. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'll go back and read like the Judgment Day stuff. But yeah, like I told you last week, there's just too many tie-ins and just too much other stuff happening that I'm like, yeah. I won't have time for the other stuff that I want to read. Like, yeah, it feels I'm like a you. full-time job. Yeah, yeah. Um, so.
0: Gil, did you say your pick of the week or?
1: Um, I think Deadpool is probably my pick of the week. Oh, Deadpool was. Uh, pick I the think that's week. where yeah. I'm at with it. Just because I yeah. had so much fun reading it, and it was a surprise to me. Like, as much as I, you know, think the Deadpool movies are fun. <clears throat> the comics have really never been my thing because of yeah. how sort of ultra violent they are and whatever. And there's, just, you know, I'm, I'm much more interested in a story than just seeing blood and guts. Cause like it's comics It's it doesn't cost any extra to, to paint the entire page red. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so like ultra violence in comics, it never really impresses me. Um, so if something is an interesting concept, that's always going to be something that gets me more. Um interest. And I just haven't really seen that from Deadpool until, uh, until today. So I was really excited yeah. about it.
0: Uh, cool. I'm gonna be honest, I'm the opposite. Not in some of the, some of those I agree, but Deadpool sure. movies always seemed like frat boy humor to me, especially sure. Deadpool one over Deadpool 2. Like Deadpool one was frat boy humor, where frat uh, boys are like, Yeah, Deadpool is my favorite. <laughs> sure. yeah. Like like he itched his nuts, he teabagged a guy. It's just like internet culture, like gaming culture right it's just but depending on the writer of Deadpool comics they can be smarter and yeah. I like the smarter humor of Deadpool and well, I, I like really Looney, read a lot I of like Looney Tunes antics start. yeah like that's my Deadpool Looney Tunes antics and a little bit like more like satirical you know kind of yeah smarter humor well, um, I never not really
1: read the Jerry Duggan run so I mean mm-hmm. that's probably what that I'm assuming that most of that was like
0: uh, which the one Brian was the Jerry David one, the Monster Island one, or no? I have no. That
1: idea was the most... But he was like writing with Brian Posehn, right? Oh, Brian Posehn, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: That 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 run was better. Um, I do have to point out that Deadpool is written by uh, a non-binary person of color who wrote oh. themselves into the comic under a different name. So like that that Valentine Vuong. Uh,
1: Oh, yeah, I love that was a really fun moment to see Deadpool kind of like fall in love with uh, with
0: one of the employers who was a non-binary assassin. And I didn't know they were non-binary, but then I read and they kept saying they. And so I was like, oh, and then someone online said the writer wrote themselves in (laughs) because the writer is also so I and as a last names might rhyme, too. Not quite sure. Anyway, thought it was interesting. Oh, good for them! I like that.
2: Yeah. Deadpool, Deadpool comic is the perfect place to do that too. Just write yeah. yourself into the character, like yeah. yeah, stick myself right in there. Cool, yeah. I like that. Yeah,
1: and like Deadpool's crush was like super adorable because uh, he he like keeps write, rewriting what uh, uh,
0: what his pickup line should have been. And so there's a lot of like you know <laughs> they um, have needles as fin- on their mm-hmm. fingers. And injected Deadpool, and then Deadpool said some like dumb, flirty <laughs> kind of pickup line. Oh, I like oh, so stupid. And like he wrote a bunch of other ones that he could have said on like the next page. I thought it was funny. Uh, Maggie, what uh, what's your pick of the week?
2: Nothing really like blew my mind.
0: Yeah. That's but fair.
2: if I if I had to pick, I think that probably the best issue I read this week was Poison Ivy number six. Um I'm just really liking the story and I I like the conversation that it's having. Are you reading it? Uh, did you read I it?
0: did I I re- I didn't read this issue, but I've read up to <coughs> oh, five. Well, got this it. is the end, right? This is the end of the story.
2: I, I couldn't remember if it went six or eight issues no. that no, 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 no! It's not the end because it has another like title
1: mm. named at the end of it. <clears throat> A new right, chapter awesome.
2: begins. Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, I really loved it. Um, yeah, yeah, I completely agree. The whole adventure. I loved the beginning of it because when Poison Ivy was going across the country, um, just murdering people, turning them into <laughs> yeah. fungus. I was yeah. like, how could? How is anyone going to stop her? Just she's just going to like turn the world into fungus. You can't yeah. stop that. You yeah. know, especially if um, it just seems like it's like a pathogen, and it just seems like it's an illness, you know, and we've seen this in real life, we see how fast this stuff can like, spread. Um, and so the idea that, that this going across the country actually inspires Poison Ivy's love of humanity in some weird way. Yeah. Uh, I just thought it was so so smartly written. I just had such a great time with it. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I loved in the beginning where you're you're kind of like, okay, like she's upset over this breakup with Harley and like she's just acting out kind of and then you realize like she's discovering, you know, she's having all these discoveries about herself and the green and and I love how it all kind of came together at the end and now it's just this conversation about humanity and environmentalism and it's it's been great. It's been a really fun read. As
0: yeah. long as she doesn't kill anyone innocent. I don't think she has. I think she's only killed troublesome people.
2: Yeah, I think so. Like the like the boss that she had at that yeah. one, like at the factory, I was like yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm not okay. saying all these characters, if they were human in like real life, whether they deserve to die or not, like I'm not saying mm-hmm. that. Guess, but I'm just no saying. One deserves to
1: get turned into a
0: fungus. It's pretty bad. Like <clears throat> well, I guess the um, there might have been some like innocence that were like the I cops who works. stop her at the diner, yeah. they technically haven't done anything wrong, I guess, yet, but
2: <laughs>
0: I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, there's the I general, the, 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 yeah, but look, she's I think a bad she is guy. Best so
2: judgment.
1: I, her I think judgment's she has off, though,
0: right? Isn't that kind of what the, what's going on in the series? Her, her judgment's I mean, a little she's, off. she's a bad guy. She has
1: yeah. her sense of judgment, and she has some leeway to be a bad guy. Because we know yeah. her as a bad guy. It's not like this is, you know, whatever uh, whatever good guy character going off the deep end and murdering people. You're like, well, yeah, she's Poison Ivy. This is kind of what she does. Yeah, so yeah. It feels in character regardless. You know?
2: Yeah, like yeah. I didn't go into it expecting her to like come out the other side a baby face or anything, but seeing the clarity of like, okay, I'm still a bad guy, but this is I'm going to do it like this now. You know what I mean? That's that's pretty cool to see.
0: I mean, Harley's kind of turned over Mm -hmm. a new leaf. She's not a hero hero, but she is a hero, right? She's working on it. Yeah. (laughs) I think that this happens a lot with this sort of like serialized storytelling where it's only a matter of time until your villain becomes a hero. Mm -hmm. And then paves a way for a bigger villain. And then the, the villain turns back into a villain, you know? Like, it's just this kind of cycle. Like, Vegeta in DBZ, he didn't turn back to a villain, but, like, he was, like, every character, every villain in DBZ, he starts off as a villain and either gets, like, completely obliterated or lives to see another day and becomes a hero, like, later.
1: Well, it's more realistic. There's no such thing as a person in the world who is who thinks that they are evil and is, you know, really the mustache twirling, I'm here to destroy everything, right? There's um all morality is like sorry to get deep on your on your show but all morality is like uh, gradations of selfishness right Mm -hmm. it's about who do i see as worthy of protection and if i have resources who am i going to protect is it going to be just me and there are people who are like that who are like if i have the resources i'm going to make sure that i am safe is it my family is it people who look like me is it people of my region or country or as a people of the whole world right and those those are just all gradations of the same thing right
0: in comics though the only pure villains are joker dark side i don't know who else everybody else is you know anything that's like a
1: devil so trigon i guess yeah uh, Neron, you know, all these kind of, like, super evil... Uh, any Anyone who was a Nazi. So, like, Red Skull, you're never going to see um, a redemption arc for Red Skull. Yeah. Right? That's true. Devil, devils yeah. and Nazis, essentially. Uh, M- Mephisto yeah. on Marvel's side. Right. Mephisto's never going to have... I mean, Mephisto kind of had some redemption arcs, right? What? When? I mean, there have been times when Mephisto's just been, like, hanging out or doing the good thing, or people make a deal with the devil, They kind of, like you know, ends the bat and ends the current threat or whatever. Like I'm mm. thinking of some of Jason Aaron's uh, uh Avengers. Wasn't mm. the the whole Moon Knight arc? Didn't um Mephisto come out of it kind of uh Oh I forget about clean? that. I or were you like during King and Black King and Black, right? I never
0: finished King and Black. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh we are talking we were talking about Poison Ivy being your pick, right, Maggie? Yeah. What about She-Hulk 7? I thought She-Hulk I 7 she was I love She-Hulk 7. Yeah. Did we all read She-Hulk? Yeah. yeah.
2: I loved it. Yeah. I know you think. See, that's the thing. I think everybody thinks that She-Hulk's going to be my pick every time. I
0: mean, you also dressed up like She-Hulk for Halloween.
2: Right. <laughs>
0: so well, maybe we need to- every single family. issue can be your absolute favorite. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, but then exactly. again, all you got to do is throw some vines on your She-Hulk outfit, and it's it's Poison Ivy. Uh, it's Poison Ivy. Sure. True that's very true yeah so i yeah. can see why uh,
1: this particular shield wouldn't be like the favorite issue. i mean nothing much happened in this right? issue we, yeah we had a little bit of like pillow talk with jack of hearts um we are checking back in with that weird couple that we saw last time and finding out there's something deeper and more sinister going on there I forgot the all about that already
2: yeah the the yeah, yeah the doombot
1: the doombot was really funny um
2: mm-hmm.
1: I, I liked it uh, you know it's not the best thing i've ever seen in a in a she-hulk comic yeah uh, i've been yeah. enjoying she-hulk since the beginning I, this is such a fun run for me i'm really enjoying the the romance of it um i've never cared about jack of hearts i remember yeah. i remember first getting into comics and like jack of hearts was pretty prominent in avengers when i first was getting into comics in the 90s yeah and I, was, I always looked at that design like what a stupid design i i hate it. it's so busy i hate it so much and yeah. i just never gave this character a chance and so um and not that i really care about him so much now but i care about i care about jen so i care about him i guess
0: yeah. and that's a good friend think- you know you're being a good friend to jen
1: I'm being a good friend to Jimmy. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Um, got her back. Yeah. If she cares about him, I guess I can care about him. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I want to see whatever the mystery is, like whatever is going on with his powers and, and all yeah. that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. On.
2: I feel like they kind of dragged that out for, like, I feel like I almost gave up on it
0: mm-hmm.
2: after, like, maybe three or four issues because, like, I don't, I don't get what, like, what are we getting at here? You know yeah. what I mean?
1: Yeah. That's completely. Um,
2: but then like after the last issue where they like hooked hooked up or whatever i was like okay like this is like okay i can get down with this you know what i mean like they're just they're chilling yeah.
1: i love the out. first issue the um the superhero fight club yeah that, yes so that was early on i i want to check back in with that i want to see yeah i think, I think we have it. maybe once uh yeah. titania and and she hulk uh just fighting in like a schoolyard or something and i yeah. think ben Grimm showed up
0: or something he comes out of nowhere and decks uh titania right that's what happened because he thinks they're remember. fighting for real and i think that oh, yeah. comes in and hits her and they're like whoa 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 but then volcano is <laughs> yeah. there so i think there's like a two and a two and they're like maybe this is an ongoing thing yeah i think that's what happened uh the person the one who i forgot i forgot about that couple that were a couple issues i did ago. forget about them you Yeah, know? um and then they and then they showed up in this and i'm like oh that's yeah, it seemed creepy. like
1: maybe he was an innocent and that she was like, yeah. trying to take care of him. and here we get the sense that okay, there's something deeper going on, there's some kind of plot happening here, yeah. so I'm into it. Let's see what happens. I don't know, yeah, I'm, I'm a She Hulk head, so let's see what happens. I'm the, I'm for, the art's really uh, good, too. Oh, the the covers oh, are yeah. so cool. The, the covers the inside, is so
0: yeah, uh, they're great. Is, is Jack of Hearts from Contraxia? Is that what he's from?
2: That he's sounds from a, familiar, but I can't remember.
0: Uh, he's I I think, and if I'm not mistaken, I mean, maybe I'm mistaken. Uh, I think Jack of he's Hearts, Deck of
1: playing cards. I'm pretty What's sure that? he's in the Royal Flush Gang. I'm
0: pretty he sure is a, he is a <laughs> Contraxian, and Contraxia, I think, is that is that planet in Guardians Volume Two? I could be wrong.
1: Oh. Where the um, Ravagers get kicked off of? Yeah, yeah,
0: maybe so. I don't That's know. A oh, yeah. I That's a connection. Oh yeah, it is. I just made the connection. All right. Patraxia is that planet that did we see any
1: reference in in Guardians Volume Two that referenced Jack of Hearts in any way?
0: I don't know. Besides I just
1: the name of the planet. Like, did the you, did the people on the planet look? like jack of heartsy
0: no they have like yellow skin and they're like sex robots right all right oh. they have the yellow sex robots all right yeah fine. we only really see the the their love bots is what they're called uh but that's a
1: nice word for what it is sure <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah maybe they're in love they'll get married yeah. that's where you find a wife
1: you buy love there you don't buy anything else all
0: right um <laughs> i just put two and two together i was like oh where have I heard really before?
2: Thanks. I would have ah. probably never made that connection either, so. Huh.
0: Yeah, maybe it's what? a gambling planet, because I was trying to think, like, why is it, like, hearts and poker on his I face?
2: I don't think anybody knows,
0: really. Jack of Hearts is kind of boring. Really no I like knows. him in this, you know. Yeah. I've enjoying like joking in She-Hulk.
1: I'm just, i just absolutely. For me, a costume is for sure a way into a character. For me, especially yeah. when I was younger, and I was like, okay, i i all I know is who can I, can I draw later, you know? And Jack of Hearts yeah. just always was the stupidest, most
0: complicated costume. Right. On the flip side, I liked Electric Superman when I was a kid because I was yeah, I liked his I, costume.
1: I like that they're bringing that back. I'm excited about that. Are they? Oh, you haven't read any of these articles about the new Philip Kitt and Kennedy Johnson, like. His continuing run no guys we can we talk about what's going on with superman right now
0: i'm the most have maggie <laughs> I mean, are you are a, a superman, superman fan i'm a huge superman head well because... i know gil is is maggie
2: no, no. but no. that's okay like i'll sit here and listen yeah. i'm happy to listen
1: <laughs> well <laughs> action comics for the last 20 or so issues has been uh essentially a john carter of mars pastiche with superman superman's yeah, been really good world huh it was really good
0: it's been really yeah good. it was
1: really really good um it was started out with a grant morrison miniseries of like putting together a new um a new authority it was really good and superman goes to Warworld to end the threat of mongol to free the slaves of Warworld to end the threat of mongol puts a team together that included uh natasha irons uh, steel and included apollo and midnighter included a new OMAC um and a few other characters and it just it was so good and now superman is back on earth and uh philip kennedy johnson um wants to be sort of expanding the superman family so a lot of the which i love love it so all the superman family they're getting like matching jackets (laughs) yeah so uh apparently jonathan is uh i don't know what the story is going to be but apparently he's going to get superman blue electric powers okay uh, apparently there's gonna be so there's gonna be backups in action comics of the different superman uh family characters so there's gonna be a steel backup followed by a um uh, a uh what's it called a power girl backup oh uh, power girl is being yeah. brought in well power girl was originally earth 2 supergirl yeah i don't know if you yeah Carazor so power L. girls yeah so, Power Girl's getting sort of um, adopted back into the family. Yeah. Uh, you know, Connor Kent is getting that miniseries from the Round Robin contest. I don't know if oh, he is. Yeah. So, Connor Kent won the Round Robin contest. Um, so, you know, Connor's going to have a little bit more of a high profile next year. I'm really excited about that. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite times to be a Superman fan. And I've and i I always like Superman. So if if I'm like super excited, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. There's something really going on with Superman right now. I think it, I really think the Krikoan age of X-Men has inspired a lot of different superhero offices to change the way they do business. And I think that people have said, all right, let's get on these slacks and really treat this like a writer's room and uh be coordinated and do do something with with larger themes and so i'm seeing it both in superman uh in spider-man in and yeah. star trek uh and it really feels like they're taking like the krakoa model in terms of like a writer's room and uh and figuring out how to write comics that way where there's yeah. like, a lead writer who's taking taking the reins and like exp- expanding from a, a
0: core idea yeah i love super families even the flash family is getting explored a little bit more uh, recently in comics so it's always
1: uh, yeah there's it's... some um i forgot what the in the previews there was some really interesting character that was coming up There was like there's oh there's an arc coming up that's called like the one minute war so i guess it's some species that like lives between seconds and the flash family is the only group fast enough to fight this war wow. the, the covers look amazing like bart allen is part of it you know impulse is in it so yeah i'm just I'm very excited for what's happening.
0: I'm well. excited for some upcoming DC stuff. There's a supposedly like a superside special special uh, for called the golden age or something.
1: So this is a new initiative by Jeff Johns. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you've ever seen me on this show before, you know, I'm not a huge Jeff Johns head. I'm that's not right. like the biggest Jeff Johns fan, yeah. uh, but you know, throwing him at the golden age, I think that's exactly where I want him to be. Uh, I'm, I don't, i'm I'm excited about this stargirl series that they're doing because hmm. uh Todd knock is gonna be on it uh he's you know a uh, friend of the pod uh friend of friend of the friend of the of the gill I guess and uh he's, he's like, Todd knock your friend uh, oh, he's a buddy yeah and he's like gonna be writing or sorry drawing all the, like the teenage golden age heroes so I guess oh. like um secret is coming back from young justice and I'm excited because todd knox been with that character since she was created right yeah. um and it's gonna be like i'm gonna get over my aversion to jeff john's stuff by virtue of the fact that this is like essentially a sequel to young justice is what he's yeah. doing with star girl so i'm just in in for it i'm completely on board
0: yeah um
1: maggie have i sold you on superman are you gonna get into this super or do you want to go back and read this mongol story
2: one day i will
1: okay
2: one day i will no, pressure. I, just, no pressure. I don't know yeah like it's i have nothing personal against superman mm. yeah you know what yeah. i mean
1: <laughs> but superman is like depowered um at the beginning of the story and so slowly losing his powers throughout it mm-hmm. uh and really has to inspire the slaves of Warworld uh just through his sheer clark kentness
0: the unsheathed sword is what they call him, or the unbloodied sword or something.
1: Right. The unbloodied, I think it was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because he refuses to kill. And obviously this is on a this like like a gladiator uh, kind like of this gladiator planet. Thing. And like uh, the the mythol the mythos that uh Philip Kennedy Johnson has created with um with Warworld was just it was so there was so much depth to it, it was so smart.
0: I was just really happy with it. It's really good. I think they're gonna talk about it for years to come.
1: Yeah, this, this is gonna be really classic comics run.
0: run. Mm-hmm. Um Who's up to date with Punisher? Who didn't who did read it? I did I'm not, not read up today's. to date. I didn't read today's.
1: But I've been I've been reading. I've been skimming it for the most okay. part.
0: Well, I won't tell you what happens here, but it was inevitable that yep. with the Punisher running the hand or this weird sect of the hand or whatever, I I I don't I'm having trouble keeping it all straight, that Daredevil would show up. Mm-hmm. You know. That's right. why I told
2: you probably last week I've been buying all the the issues of this Jason Aaron Punisher run but I haven't been reading them yeah and I finally after this one I was like all right Daredevil's here I gotta read this so I sat tonight and read like the first like five issues
1: yeah to get on Daredevil
2: yes yeah that last Daredevil
1: issue where where they get married is just it's so good
2: I was like, "Is it real?" And then Stick was Who like, knows? "Who knows? Who knows if it's what? real?"
1: But it bonds them. I love, yeah, I love that it's like finally elevating the war on the hand.
2: Yeah, I agree. You got to get agree.
0: married I, to fight the hand. Is weird. And
2: well, and then one of them apparently has to be sacrificed or something. So yeah, I'm, it's got to be Electra. Electra, how don't many know. times has Elektra died? She'll die. Like she'll be back. Yeah, I don't know but maybe see I don't know I'm getting too far off topic from this week's stuff but maybe yeah. it will be Matt and she'll have to go through all of the because yeah. you know she's going on her own emotional like journey of being her own daredevil and stuff so yeah. maybe it will be Matt I don't know all we right. can bring him back
0: yeah in Punisher it's 7 fine. we get a lot of a flat like we get a big flashback to to Frank but that's what this Punisher run's been doing a yeah, lot of it's great. It's been working yeah, and I've the never, art's amazing. Like I was yeah. t- talking
1: about uh, Deadpool, you know, Punisher is never a super interesting character to me. It's never been a character that I've always been like, Oh, I have to see what's going on with Punisher because I always assume the story is going to be the same thing. I always, Go he goes undercover with some crime organization and, and it ends up in just bullets. Right. Yeah. So for them to say, okay, well, what's the next step? Well, the hand wants to use this guy who is this incredible warrior uh who never backs down who never seems to lose or die let's let's uh bait him with the promise that we will bring back his family which is his entire motivation and in turn he will work for us and lead our army that is such a great concept
2: Mm -hmm. and like i was saying
1: at the top of this stream it's the most original version of uh punisher i've seen since like marvel knights and obviously that was not a success was you know Zombie Frank or whatever. Or you know what else was interesting was uh, Ghost Rider Frank. I guess that's also Cosmic oh, yeah. Ghost Rider, I guess was yeah. also oh, yeah. a really interesting take on Frank Castle, but this is uh, a little more grounded than that was. Yeah. As much as I enjoyed Cos- Cosmic Ghost Rider.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, I like this one. Uh I'll let you guys get to it when you get to it. Um what was the Oh, uh just I don't need to go into Predator really, but I just wanted to say that it's only a matter of time till Punisher fights a Predator. It's only a matter of time. I'm on Mar- board. Marvel has both. I'm, I'm there. Was there not a it.
1: Punisher alien miniseries in like the 80s or 90s? I, feel like I think so. But it's out of continuity,
0: okay. you know? No. But like now, but now Marvel has Alien and Predator, but they haven't brought it into Marvel continuity. Like well, they're in their that? own. Yeah, I don't think, because yes. you have the brood already.
1: You already have the brood, which yeah. is clearly Alien. Uh,
0: Alien meets Predator, I guess. Yeah. Um, and the Borg and a million other things, right? They have the
1: Phalanx. They don't need to, you know, they have all these different things. Yeah. They have their own Star Wars with Guardians of the Galaxy and with the Star Jammers and stuff. So they do right. need to bring Star Wars in. like right. Disney's going to make more money keeping these things separate than yeah. they will consolidating them, you know? Yeah, I agree.
0: But I do think Punisher will fight Predator for some reason. At I'm some sure time. they'll do a mini. I mean, yeah. one, what
2: better time than when he's wielding a sword?
1: Yeah. I
2: think that'd be kind of sick.
1: Yeah. True. The one licensed property that they actually did bring in was Conan. That's the one mm. that really has made the jump from like licensed. But Conan's not really owned by Disney. It's sort of a licensed thing. Like Marvel literally has the license from whoever the license holders are.
0: Yeah. That's why there's a uh, problem with um, Shuma Gorath. In multiverse of madness, because Shumagorath is a Conan character, a mystical. Oh, yeah, he has his roots in Conan's almost like Lovecraftian kind of thing that Conan does. Yeah. Uh, so Shumagorath wasn't able to be in multiverse of madness, but they they used his likeness with the eyeball and then changed the name to Gargantos or something. Okay.
1: It's gotcha. some weird thing. I didn't
0: know that. Yeah.
1: It's, I just did a Phase Four rewatch. I don't know if you saw my rankings. <laughs> you did a Phase Four, four rewatch uh, of the of the films.
0: Yeah, I didn't. No I didn't reason. see your rankings.
1: Um, do you want them? <laughs> are you
0: on Are you on TikTok? Why aren't you on TikTok? Dude? <laughs> Should I get on TikTok, you guys? Dude, just you would just do rankings and comic reviews all the time. Like, why not?
1: Really, um, because I have this kind of monotone voice. I don't know <laughs> who wants to watch me on there's, TikTok. There's a um, lot
0: of boring people <laughs> out there. That are doing really good work. So sure.
1: Uh, no, my really my rewatch rankings. Now that I've watched Phase Four again, it goes for me. It goes Black Widow, Eternals, Doctor Strange, Thor Four, Shang Chi, and No Way Home. Is this going up or down? Down. <laughs> my <laughs> Black Widow's your number one. Widow's my number one. Oh, uh, because it's just it's a simple story it's telling one story it's very simple you get every emotional beat is explained there's no it's not super tied into a million other things it is one movie with one story with one emotional through line and those family uh scenes with um with red guardian and with uh uh rachel vice and uh and white widow all of that all of it uh uh was that was firing on all cylinders the one weak spot really is taskmaster in that whole movie
0: I mean, I don't dislike Black Widow, but if you told me that you had those two movies, No Way Home and Black Widow, I would assume it went the other way.
1: I don't like No Way Home. I think it's- Which is fair. I think it's sad. I think it is, uh, I think it's brutal. I think it's, I think I ended like, why did i watch that like i I look i also might have been tainted i you know not to bring down the entire stream but i did watch it a week after my mother's funeral and oh. you know the fact that there's like a death of a mother in
0: there yeah it
1: was just i was like i don't need this this is yeah. why are you being so mean to Peter parker uh you know and it's not comic book mean where it's like okay well he lost his girlfriend or you know at the end of some giant storyline ame might die or whatever but here it felt it just felt so unearned to me the death of ame and uh in yeah. no Way. that's fair so that's the bottom of my list eternals is number two yeah uh, mostly out of surprise because like i can't believe chloe zhao did such a great job mm. with eternals which is a, a property I've never cared about.
0: <laughs> I think when I said you should start a TikTok, I mean I think you still should just brace yourself that comic talk won't agree with your list. That's fine. Comic T O T O K. People are
1: wrong. <laughs> I am you'll get right. you'll
0: get a lot of you'll get a lot of hits on those on those because people will be in the comments being like, What? Yeah. you you know, it'll increase the reach. So, you know. I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Doctor Strange
1: 2 and Thor 4 were kind of, like, even to me. Mm. Shang-Chi, man, I don't know. I, I want to like it. It's just, yeah. I, every time I watch it, I dislike it more. <laughs>
0: it's a five-act movie, and I like th- the first three acts.
1: My problem really is Wenwu. He just doesn't feel like a bad guy. He doesn't feel like he's a threat in any way. He like he's too stoic? Like, he's too mushy. He's too, uh, like, he's mm. supposed to be this you know, Blofeld or Lex Luthor, he's supposed to be this like existential evil that yeah. you know, the the Ten Rings should be like Hydra, it should be like um like a Spectre. It should be yeah. you know, you like your bagel guy that you've been going to for ten years turns out to be a member of the Ten Rings. You know <laughs> that's that that's the threat the Ten the Rings The bagel is be. one ring. The, ten, the bagel's one of the ring, right? <laughs> no, I mean, like, but that's the thing. is like anybody could be a member. That should yeah. be what it is. It should be Project Mayhem. It should be any of those kind of like really deep conspiracy kind of ideas. Yeah. And, uh this movie really turned them into just this like kind of wimpy private army. That, like, what are the like, what do they want? The, he's yeah. trying to get back to his wife. You're telling me this guy has been alive for a thousand years. He like goes mushy for, I mean, she's probably had, he's probably had 20 wives at this point. And this okay. one is, you know, and it didn't, and I guess it just didn't. We, yeah. we didn't, it didn't establish him as a real threat.
0: Yeah. So um, he never felt like a threat to me. Question, Maggie, did you? Maggie read Riddler Year One, right? Yes, I did. Gil, did you read Riddler Year One? Would you be able to talk about Riddler Year One uh, without spoiling it? You can spoil it for me. Yeah. Okay. You can spoil it for me. No.
2: Gil that there's really not much to but sp- like i here's the deal it was really good it's just essentially an origin story for it's batman bad. matt reeves matt, bat batme Re- matt reeves batman's riddler uh-huh. so um while they were filming paul Dana was like getting so into uh Like coming up with backstories for his character and matt reeds was like you should get in touch with dc and you should just write a comic and he was like a little off he was like "Mm, i don't really know about that he's like no you should do it and i think matt reeds ended up just calling dc and was like hey i got a guy like paul paul dano's gonna write this um and it was great there's really not much to spoil it's just like a really well-paced first issue origin story for Edward Ashton um is it going to
1: be a mini series or is it like a one shot
2: uh it's a mi- mini series it's a black label so probably like four issue I don't I don't know average maybe like four issues I think mm-hmm.
1: um but Sometimes yeah. they do weird issue numbers they'll, they'll do like yeah. three like really a three yeah. issue mini okay I guess I'm in sold I think
2: I think they could <laughs> get it done in three um like I said this first issue is really just like they do a good job of You know, making you creeped out by Edward Nashton, but also like you kind of feel bad for him, and he kind of takes an interest in Batman in in a way that you don't really expect. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to see how it goes. I think Paul Dano did a great job on that first issue, so I'm I'm excited. He seems like a really smart guy, and I trust him. He does. Yeah. Well, and like I I I think it's interesting. You don't really see every single actor getting that into the roles that they play. So like yeah let him do it let's let's see how it goes
1: so um are you like a riddler person generally do you like the riddler no
2: no so i mo- mostly kind of went in blind so that's that's another reason i guess i liked it so much Cause I'm like okay cool like I it's something that one, i wouldn't have normally picked up
1: i have one highlight in my instagram stories that's all about the sort of evolution of riddler mm-hmm. because you know riddler is one of those batman characters that every time he appears in comics, they kind of give him a whole new vibe.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, yeah. like, every time Riddler shows up, he's kind of a, f- a fully different character. Like, for so many years, he was a guy in tights, and then he was a guy in a yeah. suit. And uh, and then, in, like, the 90s and 2000s, they, they tried to do weird things with him. Like, I remember the cartoon kind of made him to a Marilyn Manson kind of pastiche. Yeah. Remember on yeah. the Batman? And then there was that Lee Bermejo comic that turned him into, like weird tweaked out street racer guy <laughs> mm-hmm. and then in the batman they're like yeah let's go full zodiac killer and it's like um, <laughs> right. i don't think you could do that with a character that had more of a solid basis where people like understood right like catwoman yeah. is catwoman across all things like the Catwoman cowman is exactly. as much as you exactly. change catwoman catwoman's always recognizably catwoman um,
2: exactly but Ridd- yeah. the riddler
1: they just is so malleable they just we'll we'll do something different with Riddler every single time.
2: Well, and I think that kind of making him, especially in the climate that we live in right now, making him kind of like a creepy incel guy who dwells in a basement is like pretty, pretty accurate. You know, like it's a, it's pretty good way to get it out of like the, you know, like you said, like the tights and the the goofy gimmick from so long ago.
0: Um, If we're talking tights, goofy gimmick, creepy guy that lives in his basement, Batman one twenty nine came out this week. <laughs> what a segue! <laughs> what I mean, segue. is he not a is he not a creepy guy who lives in his basement? He's literally
1: that. And but right now it's those chickens are coming home to roost. This is um, you know all the uh, all of his creepy guy. Um, you know, uh, uh Zer, All of all of his. Um, habits of being a creepy guy are coming back to him because he's like, uh, you know, all of this Zarin' R stuff that um, Tony Daniel and Grant Morrison established, now Chip Zdarsky is like, alright, well what happens when that goes bad? Um, and I really am loving seeing Batman get hunted by himself, and that's super cool, and like this issue uh, he goes to Atlantis and and this The Watchtower? Batman- yeah, and the Watchtower, the old '90s Watchtower, and uh, this Batman robot just fucks him up. Yeah. So I'm very excited to see is going. There's goes. a cool oh, moment,
0: cool. Ma- Maggie. Are you reading
2: Batman? I it's another one that I'm buying, but I'm not reading. Okay. But it's okay. Like we can talk about it because <laughs> like just, I.
1: Well, that, that's I'm, it. We just talked about it. I mean, that's the There's, what's going on. there's a cool moment though.
0: There's a cool okay. moment where he's running from. He just needs an extra second to get away from failsafe, failsafe okay. is like the robot like okay. that's hunting him um that was built by him but he has no memory of it because he built it as his alter uh, alter ego Zurinar.
1: um well I like he, that it's all a reference back to uh Tower of Babel or whatever that yeah. story was where you know where Batman uh creates all these failsafes for all the different members of the Justice League and it's so funny to me I remember at the time being on Batman's side of like, yeah, these are all super powerful, godly characters. Yeah, it's insane not to have, you know, some kind of backup plan for if Aquaman goes bad. You know, seems like a pretty obvious thing to do. And the idea that Batman would have a failsafe for himself that he doesn't know about is just—it's—it seems so obvious in retrospect. And the fact that you know Mark Wade didn't write it that many years ago is like. Is kind of funny, so yeah. Fail safe, I just think is a great concept.
0: Yeah, the moment in that issue that that stands out to me is he reverse teleported, so he gets into the teleportation tube on the Watchtower as Fail Safe approaches, and he rigs the Watchtower to teleport instead of himself in the tube. Like, I thought that was crazy. That was okay. a really fun moment. Not yeah, right. yeah. I need to read uh, it. Um. Dark Knights of Steel, uh, if you haven't, uh, if you guys aren't keeping up. This issue was kind of a filler ep- issue to lead us into this, like, all-out war between kingdoms. It's very Game of Thrones, Dungeons and Dragons meets meets DC with some pretty big twists. Um, I like it. Gil, do you not like it? I love Tom Taylor. Um, I
1: will follow him to the ends of the Earth, but the ends of Earth Prime. <laughs> you didn't like, uh, I don't you didn't like this? I don't really care about some of these elseworlds. Um, I think I read the first issue when it was like when when it was like uh, Clark and Bruce are brothers. I was like, mm, I'm not
0: in. Uh, what kind of brothers?
1: I don't know. I, I I read the first issue. I wasn't interested. It wasn't my thing, but okay. I'm loving his Nightwing. I'm loving his Superman. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm a Tom Taylor Stan. I just uh, I just I just did not care. The first one just didn't grab me. So I didn't bother.
0: And there's I guess some, there's some twists on design, right? I I know that you're going to pick up Tiger Division, though, uh, and Tiger Division uh, has been interesting. It's really focusing on the Superman of the team, which is 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 uh, I I don't know his name, but they call him Taiwan. No, it's not Taiwan. Taiwan, maybe. I'm not quite sure because it's not Taiwan, the country, but uh, there's like a Superman analog in this. He flies, he has super strength, and he's kind of innocent and naive, but he's 70 years old, um, and he's seen the ghost of his grandma. And so, like, this uh, uh, comic's not too bad. Yeah, it's interesting. I
1: will for sure check that out. Um, I'm also really, I really like the first issue of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Saturday Morning Adventures.
0: Hmm. The second the issue say, came out this week, right? The second
1: issue came out. I haven't read it yet. Uh, it took me a while to read the first one because I was like, I don't know how into this concept I am of like, you know, the obviously the Saturday Morning Show ended back in the eighties, like or the nineties, and like I don't know if it's I. It's a care,
0: continuation.
1: It is. It takes place in that world, um, but it is exactly what you want out of that kind of book, where it's kind of throwing it all at the wall. If you like super fun nostalgia filled you know we were talking offline about uh, the last issue of flash where they yeah. really made it into sort of a wwe parody and it really was like a wrestlers fans f- comic you know yeah. this is kind of what i felt like in the ninja turtles one because it was like the turtles go into this vr video game and this vr video game is like supposed to be a training program that Donnie creates uh to help them train against all their enemies uh but it goes haywire and they can't get out until they win the, the video game so it is an easter egg basket i guess is the best way to put it because it's all uh, of all the moments from like the show and certain action figures and all yes. the stuff that you would want um out of like an 80s uh ninja turtles pastiche, but i think everything ninja turtles right now is really good the the regular um idw series is so good they're in the middle of this event with rat king right now they just introduced venus de milo which was a character oh, yeah. from
0: from the Next live mutation.
1: action from the next mutation and they found a really interesting way to bring her in because they already created their own female turtle of Jenica. Yeah. Um, who's been really great, really fun character to watch grow. Uh but they brought in Venus de Milo and what it is is um remember the uh the frogs? What are the battle? names of the Oh no uh battle.
0: Yeah, I forget what their names are. Yeah, whatever the the frogs are called.
1: You know, Genghis Genghis Toad and you know all those. Oh, yeah. Right, all those uh, those characters. Attila so, Attila the Attila the frog, yeah, all those yeah. right. So Venus de Milo is one of them, is a frog who gets turned into a turtle by a crazy of
0: scientist. Course. Yeah, yeah.
1: But it's it's like Frankenstein. It's not it's not like mm-hmm. goes into a chamber and comes out a turtle. It's literally gets a turtle shell sewn onto her back. Oh. And it's like, it's really fucked up body horror stuff. And it's like, this isn't like a Ninja Turtles comic. I love it. It's incredible. It's so okay. good.
0: Um, uh, I want to be able to hit everything that everybody, because we only got like a little bit more time left. Uh, were there any other books that we wanted to talk about before we we have to wrap things up? Let me know when I can talk about Star Trek. I will get you. I'll, I'll get give you. Maggie all the space to like you. talk about whatever will, she wants. Yeah, I'll get you on the key Talks uh, Star Trek. Because when Lower Decks ends, I think in a couple weeks or so. No, it's over. Um, it's over. What's that? No,
1: it's over. It ended last week. And now we're on Prodigy.
0: Oh, OK. So we're living in peak Star
1: Trek every single yeah. week. There's a Star Trek show yeah. and a Marvel show.
0: Yeah. Uh, and a Star Wars show.
1: And a Star Wars show.
0: Yeah i gotta
1: check out this andor i've heard it it's really good and, i heard uh, uh, the obi one was really good too i didn't watch it either so at some okay. point i'll check in on both yeah uh, i i didn't like mandalorian at all so that's fair uh
0: yeah. maggie did you have any final thoughts about your uh the books you read this week
2: i think just in general, we we covered the stuff that i actually did get to read um yeah. No, I like I said, it was a light week. So yeah. I'm just glad to be able to talk about it. it was a light week, but everything was really good. You know what I mean? Like nothing yeah. felt like it was just dragging dragging its feet. So no, I'm feeling pretty good about it.
1: I guess yeah. there's a new Guardians uh number one. There's a new Guardians. There's uh the Captain
0: cosmic World. rewind comic.
1: Okay. So what is
0: that? It's based off the ride. Oh, so I shouldn't I shouldn't read it. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um it looks um, like there's Another issue of Black Panther, I'm loving what they're doing with Black Panther. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I haven't read it yet, but it's John Ridley, the Oscar-winning writer um, of Selma, mm. and he's now become a big comic book writer. So, yeah, they're doing a lot of political stuff. It's talking a lot about, like, democracy versus monarchy and how does, like, Black Panther operate in a democracy. Once I, I into- got a couple
0: issues in, but I'm going to have to catch up on that, and then... I'll, yeah, I think it's like, we'll uh,
1: conceptually better than it is in practice. But
0: yeah,
1: oh yeah. But uh, essentially, the Star Trek stuff very quickly, like I was talking about Superman. Yeah. Star Trek is creating like this big writers room, right? They had yeah. this guy, Mike. We Brian got like Johnson, thirty seconds. Just who was who was writing all the licensed books, and they brought in Jackson Lansing and and Colin Kelly, uh, who were on Alien, who were on a bunch of other uh, licensed books, uh, and they brought him in to kind of expand. The Star Trek universe. They brought in the editor who's been doing the Star Wars comics at Marvel. So um Chris Cantwell, who just finished a run on Iron Man and who created um uh what's it called? Uh Halt and Catch Fire, is mm-hmm. writing a new Captain Wharf series. Um, honestly, great time to
0: be a Star Trek fan. <laughs> All right. Well, you'll you'll have to write down everything, and then when we go uh when we talk about it on the Geek Talks, uh, we'll go into depth about it. But Star Trek is really good. And I'm glad that it's that it's going through a resurgence or renaissance, you know, um, that is roughly all the books that we uh, we read this week. I want to thank both you guys so much for for coming out and taking time out of your day, because I know, again, different also different time zones too. Uh thank you guys uh, for doing that. Before we get going, though, Gil, where can we find you online? What do you got coming up? Um, anything you want to plug?
1: You can see it right here at GJ Baron. That's where you find me. You learn about all my shows. Um, we have. Uh, I also follow at Your Late Night. We have a new show for those of us who are in LA uh, on December third at the Comedy Store. Uh, we're going to be doing a show with Jody Sweden from Full House. It's going to be really fun um the jeremiah watkins is going to be on that show uh Otsko katsuka is going to be on that show uh chris fairbanks is going to be on that show it's going to be really fun it's going to be at the comedy store
0: uh come say hi it's so crazy that we can do like or that you could do live shows now
1: yeah because it was nobody crazy. wants to do online shows anymore the people are done with uh
0: with the zoom shows i'll tell you that that's fair that's fair um maggie where can we find you online what do you got coming up anything that you want to plug
2: I don't have anything as cool as Gil coming up, but you can find me. <laughs> I'm like, that's the thing. I live in Kentucky. So, like, I see everybody doing all this fun stuff in like California, New York, and stuff. I'm like, okay, this is fun. Um, but come you can out. find me, huh?
0: Come out here.
2: Oh, one day I will. One day I will for sure. We'd love Bring to come out friends. and go to like STCC or something. Oh, yeah. That'd
0: be really fun. Uh, San Diego uh, Comic Con tickets go on sale this weekend. So, oh crap,
2: maybe we should just, maybe we should just buy them. I don't know. You know yeah. We've been talking about that. Um, it's a, it's but, like a,
0: you know, a lobby lottery system. So might as well give it a yeah, shot. That's true.
2: Happens. We might, I don't know. We might go, maybe we could go be a vendor edit. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, anyway, you can find me YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all the same vegan super kick. I am pretty easy to find on the internet.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming out. Thank you to anybody out there who is watching and/or listening. If you're watching us live or after the fact, if you're watching us, Twitch.tv/slash The key Show or YouTube.com/slash The Show. We also have our podcast, so maybe you're listening to the podcast. Uh, that's Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. However, you guys digest us, digest us. Let us know you're out there. You know. Because we'd love to know. Uh, comment, subscribe, follow, do all that sorts of stuff. The KeeG is on social media at Instagram and TikTok at The KeeG Show. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at The KeeG Show as well. Pretty much at The KeeG Show slash The KeeG Show. We're all over the place. Um, but TikTok and Instagram are two major ones. Um, we're also on patreon.com slash The KeeG Show if you want to give back to The KeeG. Uh, other than that, we got the Andor After Show every Wednesday night. We got Comic Talk every Thursday. Uh, and then we have the key Talks uh, every week or every two weeks on a weekend. Uh, we'll we'll talk about a different geek topic. Um, So I believe the next episode is Rings of Power. We're going to be talking about Rings of Power this weekend. We're going to be talking about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever next weekend. So, you know, stay tuned for all of that. Uh, thank you, Maggie. Thank you, Gil, so much for for coming on. Uh, once again, I am your host, Demetra Pereira. And this has been Comic Talk, talking about the comics that came out uh, this week of August 1st and 2nd, 2022. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. November. We're in November. Bye. November. <laughs> November. It's not October anymore. You said August. Super fast, gotta beat the boss and get the loot, cause it's the king.